0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com.
2: It is a final from American Family Field, and the results, once again, are good. Guys, a 7-5 victory to take Game 3 of this four-game set, and welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's the Polish Pipe Bomb, Jeff Orlowski. My name is Tim Allen. 7-5, 7-5, the final today as the Brewers, uh, well, they trailed in this one. They they come on back, take a lead, and what you would seemingly think would be a little bit of a substantial lead and a three-run lead, Uh uh that dissipated very quick uh, with Brent Suter on the mound. Back even, and then Christian Yelich and Omar Narvaez got together with back-to-back jobbies in that eighth-inning hater. No problems there, and another Brewers victory. You know, I said the other day that uh, somebody needs to cool off that Chicago Cub team. And I just wonder if they're saying that same thing in Chicago and St. Louis about your Brewers. They've won eight of their last nine games, thirty-two and twenty-six now. Now you you just kind of uh, gravitate around this five, six, seven, eight games over five hundred mark. And we said that when you lose 13 of 17, yeah, things aren't going well. But, you know, you bottom out around 500. That was the key there, guys. And now you get on a little bit of a hot streak. And, the, uh, you know, it takes a different sort of look, a different sort of perspective. And the Brewers get it done today. More home runs, 14 of them in their last four games. I mean, think about that. I mean, that is uh, unlike this Brewers offense. And, again, are they turning the corner just a little bit on the offensive side of things? The numbers are starting to bear that out a little bit. We can pick on uh, some batting averages and some on-base percentages, but the numbers are starting to bear out in run production, averaging for a couple of weeks now just over five runs a game, and they do it again today. Seven runs on the board and, uh, Woody uh, on the pitching side, Brandon Woodruff, we talked about this a little bit last night and, and the other day as well in that, you know, this pitching's going to let up a little bit. They're going to have their bumps in the road. There's no question. Are they going to suck? No, they're not, but they're going to have a rough start here and there or a rough go of it here or there. And that's sort of what happened today. And, it, and, and it's more proof how good Brandon Woodruff is. You know, this is one of those off days. He goes five innings of two runs. Again, not great, but if that's the worst that he gets, then you've got something cooking here, because now you can check a box on the offensive side of things when you did have a rough game uh, on the mound, and that includes Woody with a couple of runs. That includes Brent Suter with three runs given up. Okay, you know, maybe uh, three or four weeks ago. That would have been a loss. Now you can say the offense wins one, whereas the pitchers were winning 3-2-3-1 three, three, games. Now you have the offense pick them up in a 7-5 game. This had to happen. These types of games needed to happen, and there's they're starting to now, where you're putting some runs up and, and uh, increasing uh, – the run differential, if, if you will. 414-799-1250. If you want to jump in here. Big day of sports in Milwaukee. It's uh, just about tip-off time with the Bucks and Nets. And so you've, you've got a nice Brewers victory today. 20,000 plus at American Family Field. Biggest crowd since 2019. And I could hear you guys. There's no question about that. Now you've got the uh, Bucks in play. You're going to s- sit back, maybe sit out on the deck. Beautiful, a little bit on the warm side. We're not complaining. But you might uh, be listening to the uh, Bucks game, or you've got the TV perched in the window there. You might be watching that. Uh, we'll keep you updated on the, uh, the Bucks net score as we move along on the uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show. It really appears to me that the Brewers are turning the corner a little bit. Now I don't want to hear about the competition. You know that that that's a catch twenty-two, guys. It is. So so you you're you're condemned by beating up on, on uh, teams that aren't that good. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't buy that. Uh, twenty and twenty and forty now for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So you're, you're you're supposed to say, okay, well, yeah, you beat the Diamondbacks, but it was only by two. That's not the way it works. This is this is what good teams do. They they're expected on a regular basis, semi regular basis at least, to beat uh, teams that just aren't as good. And they're getting that done, and they're going after the sweep. Now we talked about two against Detroit, and four against the Arizona Diamondbacks, Jeff Orlowski. So you're five games into those six in the homestand here, and you're already at four and one. Is it house money? Is it, I can't wait to see the lineup tomorrow. That, that should be interesting for sure. You brought that up off the air uh, late in this, this ballgame in our conversation. But, it, is, it. you know, you hate to look at it as house money. Put the hammer down. How about that? And, and, and get this thing done. Get the sweep. Because you know what this reminds me of, and I don't want to be super negative, Reminds me of game four against the Dodgers, where you take game three, your your house money in in theory, I guess. You're not going to win every game. But but again, you had a chance to lay the hammer down. And guess what happened after that game four loss against the L.A. Dodgers? They went on to lose 13 of their next 17. Don't do that tomorrow. Lay the lumber to them and finish this thing off a sweep in a four-game set against the Diamondbacks and a five-and-one homestand.
3: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You definitely... You know, it you you gotta put the hammer down. You know, we have seen year after year after year how many division races come down to one or two games. The and sometimes you just catch teams at the right time. You know, their their star player is hurt or something like that. You know, something something crazy that's totally out of your control. You have to take advantage of these situations when they arise.
2: Yep, and th- and they're here, and they're right in the middle of it. Now this th- this is key, and I, as as I've been discussing, if indeed the offense is starting to turn the corner, these games are huge, game to game. Let's see let's see what happens. I, I you know again, I can't wait for two on and nobody out tomorrow. Uh, bases loaded today with nobody out, and then there's two outs, and no runs have have crossed home plate. Um, In that what fourth inning, and and I just I was like, no, don't do this, don't don't shut it down now. Your offense is on a roll. You gotta you gotta break through, hit the pay window right there. And they ended up doing that. And we'll get to our game recap in a second. But I gotta ask the question again: Is the offense turning the corner? This is key, and this is pivotal to this season. It's pivotal to the winning of this baseball team this year, and it's very pivotal and critical to what moves David Stearns may make within the next 40 days or so. Extremely critical because if the offense does show some consistency and maybe he takes a little different tack and then goes after a bullpen arm, which, by the way, they still need, and I, th- I still think they're going to get one. Uh, Hobie Milner did, did uh, end up in the ballgame today, pitched a scoreless rack, but again, is he his, his Corey Knebel type? Is he a Jeremy Jeffress type? Is he a Drew Pomerantz type? Is he a David Phelps type? That's the kind of guy they need right now. And we'll see if, if the offense continues this. Now he, he pivots a little bit, and that's David Stearns. Maybe he does add an arm in that bullpen. 414-799-1250. Is the offense turning the corner or in mid-turn What what are we at? Uh, You're you're the NASCAR uh, guy, Jeff Orlowski. You know, is the offense turning the corner one lap around? Are they in the turn three (laughs) of turning things around? Maybe just past turn two.
3: Yeah, no, I think they're halfway down the backstretch. You know, there's definitely you know positive signs, signs that you know Yelich going deep. uh, What two out of the last three games? Bet. You know, there's there's signs of these guys starting to turn it around. But I'm still not 100 percent confident yet,
2: not not quite yet. I, I think I'm there with you, but I, I think that might be a good gauge right there. Uh, around uh, you know corner number one, you spin around corner number two, and you're down the backstretch. Okay, let's get to that third uh, turn and let's see if this offense is turning the corner. And they've been doing nice; they have been. And is is the weather sort of changing things and You know, how many times have we seen it in the first, you know, 40, 50 games? I would say 30, 40. 30, 40 games in which there were fly balls to the track, to the wall, to the track, just before the track, on the track, you know, base of the wall.
3: Felt like 10,000 times.
2: A million, yeah. And, And now they seem to be flying out a little bit more. Now, again, it's not probably going to be a home run dependent baseball team. Moving forward, at least I don't think so. I never thought that they would hit a ton of home runs coming into the season. I thought it was more of a batting average on base. Well, lately it's been just the opposite. Their batting average is still in a holding pattern at uh, right around that 2.10 mark, but the home runs are coming. 14 in the last four games. That's huge. Man, that's that's big, it's, and it's game-changing. I used the word game-changing the other night. When we when we brought up the Christian Yellich conversation, game changing swings for a two-time batting champion and an MVP. Not that long ago. We're not looking at 2014, 2015. Well, that's just a just a few years ago. Not far removed. Okay, game changing three run bomb a couple of games ago. Certainly a game changing home run today. Now we're starting to we're starting to see Christian Yelich. We're yeah. start, he even had a loud foul ball earlier in the game that was scorched down the line uh, foul uh, to right. Uh, where's the offense in your mind? Turning the corner? Looks like it to me. Probably need a little more time like you guys. Maybe not. I don't know. But I, I do want to see a little a little more time uh, go by here. And, uh, ag- again, tomorrow's game is pretty, pretty pivotal. It is because this is, this is how you stay in this thing. Dogfight, NL Central, that's what's happening today and these days and this year uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. So, hell, uh, let me just throw this in before we get some reaction from you guys. In about three hours, the Brewers could be in first place in the Central. I mean, let, let that just process. Again, if you're just tuning in, I led the show off with, me saying a few days ago, boy, someone needs to cool down that Cub team. They're just rolling. Well, what are they saying in Chicago and St. Louis right now about, about your team, the Milwaukee Brewers? They've won eight of nine to recover quite nicely and just level things off. Beer Count Kenny. I'm gonna be joining you in a beer count, uh, maybe heavily here in about an hour and a half or so. So I'm, I'm with you. I'll be with you in spirit soon. Hang on, oh, ready? Yep. Um. <laughs> That's my favorite song right there. <laughs>
4: or me one too. Hey, hey, I, I got a, I got a whole refrigerator full of these Bush lattes. So don't <laughs> nice. worry about. And I got all kinds of beer. You know, I got the. Uh, I told. Uh, my Polish brother from another mother, I said I got the cocoa butter on and the banana hammock rolling as I'm sitting on the deck listening to the game and I'm coming unglued because what you see with this team uh, that you haven't seen with other teams in the past with the Brewers is they're able to get the, 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 the base hits and the doubles and then they're setting up the other guys that are coming into the, into, um, through the lineup and they're able to get them around. And that's what's encouraging. Where in the past, they struggled at that a little bit. But now, they seem to, I would have to say they're pretty close to turn three. And remember, the all-star break. Where do you want to be by the all-star break in, in what, three weeks, four mm-hmm. weeks? So, you are You just battled yourself back from losing 12 of 16 to winning 8 of 9. That's strength. That tells you that the team has a ton of confidence. And you're seeing that. And how about, remember when i call in and I'd, I'd, I'd get absolutely livid when they wouldn't play small ball? You get the extra innings, you bump that guy over and let your next two guys, you know, hit fly balls to get him in or hit a home run or whatever it takes. I love seeing that. I love seeing that kind of baseball. That's baseball 101. Those are the things I like to see. You can really see it in these players, Tim and, and Jeff, as you, you look in that dugout, there's something about the chemistry of this team after yeah. having your two big players being injured and these other guys, Tyrone Taylor and the other ones, step up. With Cam Yellich being hurt, they're able to hold the fort down.
2: It's outstanding. It, it is all right, Kenny. Always a pleasure, man. I'll be, like I said, joining you in spirit hey. in just a little while with with and a highlight. life.
4: Us, hey, and the three of us got to get out and put some bevvies back.
2: <laughs> yes, we do. All right, take, <laughs> yes, sir. Take, take yeah. it easy. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Brewers get a seven to five victory, and uh, let's get Nate in here. Nate, the offense, is it turning the corner, or do you see, need to see a little bit more?
5: Uh, yeah, Tim, it's definitely turning the corner. I mean, we, I mean, I don't think uh, teams just flukingly put up seven rounds in back-to-back games, I believe, or so, or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely turning the corner. It's definitely getting better. The hitters are definitely – I can definitely see different approaches at the plate um, when, they get to, when they get in that first pitch. That they like, they're they're trying to take it out. They're trying to take it out. Um, they're not long. They're no longer sitting back and trying to uh, like just letting pitches go by. So yeah, it's definitely turning the corner, and uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely feeling more confident um, as far as the offense. Um, but each growing day, I'm, I'm gonna get a little bit negative to him. I'm sorry, but it's just me. I got to do one negative and one positive mm-hmm. every every growing day. That bullpen. Just seems to get get weaker and weaker, and I don't know. I I love the I love the addition of Adonis, but then I I go back to see, thinking about well, we gave up JP. JP probably would have been in at this situation, and but as of right now, um, the Brewers won, so I'm not too not I'm not gonna bevy on that. I'm not gonna think about that as much. But it, it was just a thought that popped into my head. And then one other thought before I let you go. Sure. Oh, I love hearing you call games. I mean, I was, I was on, I was in the car uh, driving, getting food for the game, uh, for the family and stuff, and just hearing you call, call a game. It, that's when he's when he's done. I'm gonna miss that the most, you know. So.
2: I, I uh, Nate, I, I'm right with you, man. I, I and I've said it for a couple of years now. As as Euchre in the into his mid to upper 80s, I miss him already, and he's not even gone. Yep.
5: Yeah. I love I love him and uh the guy who calls the Bucks when he says uh I forgot what he says, uh, uh in, in the in, bank and iron In the interest. bank
2: and drawing interest.
5: Yep, and then uh uh I forgot his name. For the Green Bay Packers he calls that dagger. I love hearing all of that. Where hearing is you he? call, hearing you call home runs, hearing you call strikeouts, big strikeouts. Man, that's that's what the game is all about.
2: There are uh, Eucharisms that, uh, you know, will never leave me. Uh, Nate, always a pleasure, man. Thank, thanks for the call. No problem. Y- y- you know, the picks, throws, got him. I mean, the easy one is get up, get up, get out of here, gone. Right. I mean, that, 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 I mean he's known for that one. But there are others. How about this one? Jam, job, ground ball. <laughs> that, been hearing that for decades from that dude. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. 1250 that offense. Do you feel it's turning the corner? I, I, w- I would say for me, yes, the numbers bear that out a little bit, but I still want to be solidified a little bit more. I'm starting to buy into this. Okay, here's what I'm, what I'm starting to buy into, guys, is when Craig Council just recently, he's, he's been bringing this up. This, this isn't a thing that he's been known for, but the word sequencing – Yeah, as really sort of a new term, I think, for Craig Council uh, in the last maybe seven to ten days, maybe a couple of weeks here, because he's getting peppered with a lot of offensive questions, and rightly so, he should. But I'm starting to buy into it a little bit. For example, today, you did have the sequence of guys you would expect to do well, and that's Christian Yelich, Omar Narvaez. Narvaez, a multi-hit game, he had a, a home run today. Christian's Christian. Okay, well, the sequenced in of a Tyrone Taylor with a two-strike, two-out, two-RBI base hit. I mean, you, okay, tomorrow it could be, well, hopefully, a, a Jackie Bradley Jr. or a Luis Urias. Uh, Adamas with a two-run home run today. So you're starting to sort of st- – I've always thought of it as a staggered attack. To where it's a little staggered, in which yeah, you get a couple of guys on, one guy makes an out, and then the other guy comes up with an RBI double to continue the rally. So this sequencing thing is making a little more sense to me, and we're seeing that play out. I think it's the only way he can do it with guys like Lorenzo Cain and Colton Wong out, mm-hmm. with guys uh, you know underachieving a little bit. I think that's it's it's almost Jeff. A, a brilliant sort of theory or philosophy to kind of cover, you know, you're not going to get. This isn't the star-studded lineup of, you know, Yount, Molitor, Cooper, Thomas, Oglovy, Simmons. Okay, that's not what these guys are. Certainly this year, that's not what they are. This isn't a fielder, Braun, Gomez-type situation. It's a lot different than that. So, so what do you say then? Well, we got to stagger it. We got to sequence our rallies. We got to sequence our offense. We got to get a couple of guys hot here. Then over the weekend, maybe it'll be the other two or three guys starting to buy into that philosophy just a little bit.
3: Yeah, and I like how you mentioned uh, Tyrone Taylor. You know, he's been he's been great. And I also want to give a big shout out to uh, to my boy Big Sausage uh, Vogelbach. You know, twice now, I think in the last three games, he has surprised me being fleet of foot you know he scored a on a pass ball uh today and it was right after rock said well now you need a hit to score a run and i'm like well vogie's on third you know technically he's wrong but rock is probably right and five seconds later there comes vogels plowing his way in a, into the plate yeah. you know uh on a pass ball it's great to see the people that don't pack all the star power, helping this team any way they can. A lot of
2: these guys' averages, you know, still
3: sucks, uh, but they're doing what they can to help the team in other ways.
2: Yeah, and the offense is putting up some runs, and that's the bottom line. They are starting to score some runs and win some baseball games. I guess it would be the real bottom line. Eight of nine now. Uh, Vogelbach, uh, you're you're right. He he is the slowest thing since Travis Shaw. I mean, <laughs> I mean he is. All right, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's get one more in here. Uh, is the offense turning the corner? To my friend Will in Kenosha, my hometown. Will, what's going on?
6: How you doing, mate? Hey, good, good, to, good to hear from you guys. I'm calling in. Uh, I don't get to calling too much working in Indiana too much there. but having uh, smoking a cigar, cooking some ribs, having a great time, listening to you on the old call, and uh, it's good to see us put some crazy lineup out there and we will hit it never happens like the last six seven years i've been calling in and uh, airing uh you know council throws up a lineup and it just scares me it's, oh we're gonna move this guy around we're to change this up sequence whatever we're gonna do mm-hmm. and nothing works it's like it's like cause of chaos and uh this time it works and it's been working for a little bit now so i'm super stoked at how things are going
2: uh, did you say course of chaos or cause of chaos both. I love, I love both of them. <laughs> the course of chaos. Craig Council's lineup. I love it. Hey, Will, I'm jealous. Sit outside, uh, and enjoy it, and got some ribs cooking, smoking oh, a man. cigar.
3: Oh, Will, uh, if they keep winning when you're in the state of Wisconsin, you can't go back to Indiana, work or not. You're going to have to quit. And keep your butt on that same porch smoking. I'll come over and smoke with you all day long, and uh, you know if you're the good luck charm, man, I'm in, I'm there.
6: These Eponeys don't smoke themselves, eh? That's yes. right.
2: <laughs> there you go. All right, Will. Always a pleasure, man. Take take it easy and enjoy this weather. Uh, Craig Council's line. That's a great quote. Craig Council's lineup is the course of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal that is awesome that is awesome 414-799-1250 take a peek see what's going on with the Bucks and Nets as we move along here on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove check out some of the highlights coming up and is that offense officially in your mind turning the corner a little bit some of the numbers bear this out do you need to see a little bit more? They get the victory today, 7-5 final. They go after a sweep in a four-game set over the Diamondbacks tomorrow. We'll be back, 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station.
1: Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On The Fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show At 1250
2: AM, The Fan. Yeah, welcome back. Brewers get another victory, the third in this four-game set. And obviously, they go after the sweep tomorrow, 7-5 the final. And uh, is the offense making a little turn of the corner? I guess fans were loving it uh, at American Family Field today. Over 20,000 for the first time. Tomorrow I think they're going to push the limits of this 50% uh, capacity with the Hank Aaron uh bobblehead giveaway. Would love one of those. If it's not... only
3: 50%, do you, does everybody get two? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you know they ordered um, enough for a full house, you know, when uh long ago when they had to place the order for that.
2: Exactly. That's, I I uh I'm not too into the bobbleheads anymore. Uh but there's certain, you know, benchmark bobbles that I you know probably should have. And I'll I always get the ones that I want, Jeff, on the secondary market. I just go online and just, you know, pay twelve, fifteen bucks for it. Oh yeah. And and just grab it that way, like the Hank Aaron one. Although that might be a little bit more. You might already see that thing. Online oh, I'm sure for it's sale. up
3: there, yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, 799 1250. Let's get in Mike here and we'll get to our uh highlight package here. Mike. The offense, where are you at with it?
7: Timmy, trying to put yes. my voice together. Have you ever, did you see Hank Aaron play?
2: I, absolutely. I've been within feet of him. I used to sneak down yeah. right around the on deck circle and take yeah, pictures we, of we him. We
7: went to a game there and we saw, uh, you left out two of Euchre's biggies. Okay. That's a bit outside.
2: Okay, that's one. I yep. must be in
7: the front row.
2: But <laughs> well, yeah. Before yeah, I did yeah. a
7: couple of brewer, brewer things here, you know, you were talking yesterday, and you were talking about it after I called about how you got hooked on the game. Mm-hmm. Do you remember?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I do, yeah.
7: I used to sit on my roof. I live about four blocks from County Stadium, and the Goodyear blimp went over my house.
2: That's awesome. And it was
7: like 100 feet up. And I don't know why that got me hooked, but it did. Kind of um,
2: weird. D- d- could you see inside the stadium at all uh, from your roof?
7: You could just see the roof, but we'd go over to the. Uh, you, you'll never hear people bring this up. There was a hill by the VA where they put like the old VA. Uh,
2: yeah, veterans. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to yeah, take binoculars to, to county stadium. That yeah, and and look up there, there and at you those folks. Watch the game. Yep, yep,
7: isn't that crazy?
2: That Wait that is, yeah. yeah. But yeah, know, I, I do really remember that. That'll Stern. Oh my God!
7: Uh, I all didn't, right, I'm, when he traded Arcea, but this guy's really—he <laughs> really knows his stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the Brewers can keep turning up the heat, and you predicted the offense will come around. Uh, who goes against you,
2: right? Well, with those names. In the then lineup. On
7: before you answer it, because I'm going to hang up, oh, i got to drive my mom out Aldi.
2: <laughs> go. He's go.
7: Hilarious. Look for him at Center tonight. Top 10 plays. I guarantee very, he's going to be there.
2: All right. Very good. Then Thank you. you. Thank you, Mike. Too. I oh didn't get a God, <laughs> i got to go. i got to <laughs> go. we got to have a conversation. You talk, I talk. I talk, you talk. That's. Mm. Oh, Jeff. Oh, over the years. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You
3: know that Mike called here yesterday uh, off the air and was busting my chops because when we were talking about the Flying V uh, guitar that I yeah. mentioned Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, and he was saying, oh, my God, how could you not uh, say Eddie Van Halen? So, <laughs> I love that guy.
2: I do too. Mike's a Mike's a good dude, but th- but there are certain uh, you know i whatever. I'm just telling you what is taking th- you know literally hundreds, th- probably thousands of phone calls in sixteen years. Um, there's certain types that okay, they'll they'll make a statement and then when you respond, they'll go to talk again.
3: Yeah, they got just bad timing
2: with you. that's a, it's a chemistry timing thing. Yes.
3: Yep. Oh, There's yeah.
2: been uh, broadcasters like that too. That is just it just kind of is a funky little feel. All right, forget about that, but that <laughs> just, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I just I couldn't do it. And you guys know this, I don't hang up on anybody. I really don't. And I've always done that for a decade and a half. All right, let's get to our highlight package here. As uh, Brandon Woodruff started this uh, ball game today, uh, Woody goes full to the first hitter, Rojas, and he takes him deep. One zip, but he recovers. Strikeout, strikeout, ground out into the bottom of the first. Brewer's in order in that half inning. Um, And one zip into the uh, second inning. As you're playing from behind, which is a little rare these days, uh woody settles in uh one out base hit give uh given up a pitch count starting to rise through the two innings you knew it was not going to be a deep start here for brandon today uh, brewers empty in the uh, second inning and woody more traffic in that third leadoff walk to the pitcher kelly that'll get you uh one out later a Base hit, all that wrapped around three strikeouts, seven Ks through the three innings, 62 pitches through three innings of work. And the Diamondbacks uh, take that lead in the uh, into the bottom of the third inning. Well, there was a no-hitter going again, this time from Kelly from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Eight up, eight down. But would he change that his first base hit? He breaks up the no-hitter with a base hit. In the bottom of the third inning, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna try and get and and really, I think muscle his way through this outing. Lead off walk in the fourth inning, uh, pitch count flying high for Woody. The next batter, uh, full count RBI double that made a two zip minimizes the damage right there. Uh, another strikeout eight through the four innings, eighty two pitches through the four. Brewers offense they wake up in the bottom of the fourth inning leadoff base hit by Vogelback Christian Yelich then works a walk Omar Narvaez with a base hit to load the bases nobody out keep the line moving boys come on now down just two zip Willie Adamas strikes out for the first out Travis Shaw then a flare that mm, Ahmed made a diving grab great play two outs Base is still loaded for Tyrone Taylor, and he starts working a nice at-bat. And within the at-bat, how about the big man scoring on a pass ball? Down
8: and away. Seal that ball getting
2: by you know, you're pleased that they're on the board there, two to one, and they didn't let them off the hook with the bases loaded, nobody out. Okay, so in the midst of all this, you're fired up because they're within two to one now, but you forget that Tyrone Taylor is still working that at bat. And and he he's just fouling off a couple of pitches, and he's taken some pitches with two strikes. He comes through, two outs, two strike, two-run base hit.
8: To left, It's gonna get down. Yelich is in. Narvaez is in, and just like that, the Brewers lead 3-2. I'm surprised didn't die for that. He didn't come up that short from it. And it gave up on it, bounced right in front of him. Well the Brewers will take it. That's a nice at bat by Tyrone Taylor.
2: That's what Craig Counsel talks about uh, when he says sequencing. You never know where that type of hit is going to come from and suddenly the Brewers in the lead at 3-2 and you're thinking, "Hmm. You know, you can't win every game and and maybe there's a game that just yeah, it gets away from you. But all of a sudden now you're thinking, ah, a little different outlook on this game. They've got the lead here. They've got Woody on the mound. They've got a relatively fresh bullpen. Hmm, maybe you can go after this one. 3-2 after four innings of play as Woody comes back out for the fifth inning, needs the shut-down inning, gets it, gives up a two-out base hit, but also records his ninth strikeout. 3-2 crew into the bottom of that fifth inning. Brewers 1-2-3 in the bottom half. Hobie Milner in to pitch the sixth. I thought it should have been Brent Souter right there, but shut my mouth because uh, Milner pitches a scoreless rack in that sixth inning Uh, did give up a base hit three two into the bottom of the sixth offense looking for some insurance in the sixth inning and they get it after one out omar narvaez with a base hit sequencing in and sequencing leaving the yard is willie adamas adamas
8: a drive to left center back martin goes deep again. Well, maybe one too many first-pitch fastballs from Merrill Kelly. Well, the Brewers needed that in a big way.
2: Yeah, all the highlights on Fox, uh, I should say, Bally Sports Wisconsin. Uh, Jeff Levering and Bill Schroeder, 5-2 into the seventh inning. You're feeling pretty good about now because Brent Suter, Devin Williams, and Josh Hader are coming on. However, Brent Suter, seventh inning, you know, he pitches fast. Well, that also means that, uh, well, the Diamondbacks were quick to get this thing tied after one out on a strikeout home run. Uh, By the way, a home run, double home run, and and the game is tied at five. But that first home run, Jeff, I don't know if you saw that highlight. Did JBJ sort of misplay that? Uh, It wasn't, you know, egregious, but yes. I mean, he may have overrun it or there was a direction issue or something like that, but nonetheless, very quickly, and this Arizona Diamondback offense pretty decent. They got right back into this game. A three spot in the seventh inning off Brent Suter. Game tied 5-5 five, five into the uh, bottom of the seventh inning and two out walk by Urias in the bottom of that seventh inning. Uh, the Brewers are held off the board into the eighth. Devin Williams coming on in that tie ball game. Devin, a one-out walk, but works out of trouble. A couple of strikeouts, and uh, Omar Narvaez cuts down LeCastro for the final out there. D-back's taking a chance there on a stolen base, but Omar says, uh-uh. And it, uh, Brewers maintain the 5-5 uh, tie into the bottom of the eighth inning. Now you're thinking, get me a run. Get, get a run here, and you've got Josh Hader. This, this is going to be a Brewers victory. Just get a run. Someone someone go yard and get a run. I don't care how you get the run. Okay, we talked about game-changing swings. This is his second in the last three games for the Brewers' left fielder. One, two.
8: <laughs> to left fielder.
2: And there it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Uh, we could use another run. You know, you never know. Someone off Josh Hader may just run into a home run. Already with two hits on the day, Omar Narvaez goes back-to-back back and makes it three hits on the day.
8: Narvaez to run.
2: And there it is—a two-run lead. Josh Hader, you know what he does with even a one-run lead, let alone two. It's a save and a Brewers victory, seven-five final. As the Brewers now thirty-two and twenty-six, one game from their high-water mark of seven games over five hundred. It's been a goal, uh, you know, for me, and I would imagine them way more than me, but been a goal for me I, I, on my wish list. I want to see them back at 7 over 500 as quickly as they can get back. Well, they've got an opportunity to seal the deal tomorrow, get back to the 7 over mark, sweep the Diamondbacks in a four-game set, go 5-1 and one on the homestand, and head into an off day. You know, more times than not, I've been doing the show a long time. When those stars line up like that where it would just be perfect – For a victory. All those things line up. Five and one homestand, a four-game sweep, back to seven games over five hundred. You get an off day. Doesn't always happen that way. (laughs) Just for some reason. And it always seems like it's on a Sunday. So what type of course of chaos does that lineup provide (laughs) us tomorrow? Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's, let's get one in here before the break and, and we're going to hear from Craig council. Hey, John, you're on the fan. What's going on?
6: Hey, how you guys doing? Great victory today, Tim. Hey,
2: yeah. Oh, big time.
6: I, uh, I told the screener, I got to give your boy some love. Tyrone Taylor. We always talk about him. You and I, Tim, again. Mm-hmm. So I pick up my sister from the airport. She had a nine day girls weekend in Las Vegas, Tim. Oh, beautiful. And, uh, this is the sister that I had mentioned to you I wanted to set you up with a couple of years ago, so I pick her up at <laughs> the airport. We drive <laughs> and back she's a Vegas day. girl.
2: my goodness, uh, well, well, yeah,
6: man, they had a lot of fun. they're gambling and seeing some shows, and so I take my sister, I pick her up, get back to her house by Bayshore. We're in the driveway, and I'm like, I'm telling you right now, Tim Allen's boy, Tyrone Taylor, he's going to come through." And sure enough, he got the two-run single and put us ahead. That guy is nothing but a gamer.
2: And it seems like he, him and Urias, I think both of them, John, are starting to show a little bit of clutch in him, maybe much more so Urias than, than Taylor, but Taylor's starting to show it too. He is. He's coming up with some, some decent hits. That was a big hit, two-strike, two-out, two-run single uh, to give the and Brewers the- a lead at that time.
6: Right, that was clutch. And the thing about it is, with Urias getting playing time at third base, I mean, Shaw's inconsistent, you know, struggling with the average. If Urias keeps hitting, I mean, he's going to work himself into the starting third base job, and then, you know, you can move him around a little bit. But Tyrone Taylor, you got to keep giving him a bats because in clutch situations like that, he's producing. And and with uh, Adamus, a couple callers before said about the bullpen, We'll figure out the bullpen if Topa can come back. And what about Ray Black? Where's he at? Do you know as far as his arms?
2: Yeah, well, we'll check it out. I've, I think the faster track is going to be Bobby Wall. Uh, I much mean, Bobby more so Wall, than, right. Yeah, yeah right. he's he's the faster track, if indeed, you know, if he elevates over Patrick Weigel or some of these other guys. But I'll check that out. John, I, I do uh, – I do appreciate uh, the conversation here about our boy Tyrone Taylor. And, and last time we talked, I think, I think we ended the conversation, and I'll do the same thing today. With the, uh, with the IL stint of Lorenzo Cain, I just wonder if it's a strict platoon with Bradley and Taylor and Avi getting the lion's share at, uh, in, in right field. I just wonder if it's a lefty-righty thing, or does Taylor get a few more ABs? Because, quite frankly, he's, he's doing pretty good.
9: So well, well see. the
6: other intangible, Tim, the other intangible, really quick before I hang up, is the fact that look at the dugout with Adamas. I mean, you know, when you try to compare, like, okay, we gave up some bullpen arms, you know, which were good, and we got Adamas, but not only is he starting to come around, which means now Urias is getting hot. He at third, you got the shortstop third base, but the, what about the dugout? You can clearly see the energy and the momentum.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, John. Always a pleasure, man. Uh, I, I, was severely jealous on on nine. Jeff, did he say John? Thanks for the call. Did he say nine women?
3: Yes. Or well, no? I a, think he said a nine day. Oh, nine day. So, so that means that he <laughs> tried days. to set you up with a girl that loves Vegas and has enough loot to stay in Vegas and have fun for nine days. Timmy, she would have worn you out. She's either got a (laughs) lot of money
2: or she's a very good gambler. Uh, Both. Both. She sounds perfect. I don't know how uh, she's single. Well, my buddy Billy and I that I used to work with on this radio station, him and I are uh, going to be in Las Vegas over the All-Star break. There's trouble. Just just saying. (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. Come back and hear from Craig Council. Got to be pretty pleased. Still some work to be done this weekend, a big game four. Let's see if they can seal the deal, but a lot to get to before we are out of here. We'll check the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Nets and see what's going on there. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, here after a Brewers Game 3 victory, 7-5 the final. We'll be back, 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Odyssey Station.
1: Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. 7-5
2: final Brewers starting to score some runs and that is always a good thing when you have this type of pitching staff it's critical guys the 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 consistency or, or the run production department if you will on this baseball team is so critical not to waste this sort of starting rotation and back end of the bullpen. And so they're starting to do that and, and we've been talking about that and a a part of that is we're seeing um balls barreled by Christian Yelich and that is a really good thing. Uh he's uh he's got a couple of game changing swings here in the last few games and um you know, everything is is, is wrapped around him a little bit. You know, again, uh, if you wanna just uh you know, scan the internet a little bit, um David Schoenfeld from ESPN had a nice, uh, nice article, it, and it was Christian Yelich um, based, and saying that you know he he is the guy that can win the central. Think about that. How I, all the offense emanates, you know, surrounding him. It's not all him, obviously, but his point in the piece was that he has control if he gets scorching hot here, and it's just Christian Yelich, basically. They're going to win this Central, was his, was his point in the article. Man, but he had a, uh, uh, a two-strike solo home run to give the Brewers the lead in the bottom of the eighth, and anytime time you have Josh Hader available in the ninth, you can just about lock that in for a victory. Now let's hear from Christian Yelich as the Brewers get the victory.
10: Christian, when you uh, stepped away, it looked like you were pretty frustrated about that check swing. What are you telling yourself in that moment as you're walking to the backstop?
9: Uh, nothing. I mean, it is what it is, part of the game.
11: Christian, uh, home runs have really been a big part of the Brewers games this week. Uh, Does it feel to you like the ball's starting to carry now that it's, you know, warmer, roof open, all that stuff? Or is it just guys really putting good swings on balls?
9: Uh, probably a little bit of both. Um, you know, early in the year, it seemed like it wasn't really flying. But that was from, I was just kind of observing that along with everybody else because I wasn't really out there. But, uh, it seemed like guys were hitting balls that weren't really getting out of here and um, warming up and, and traveling a little bit better. But you know, it's kind of a part of baseball now. You got to hit homers to score runs. These guys are so good, and you can't really string four or five hits together in an inning. But but that's okay, right? I mean, it can work. You guys are making it work. You know, it's scoring. No, that's fine. Yeah, it's it's not a bad thing. I mean. Uh, you know, if you look at teams in the past here when we've been really good, that's kind of been our game. We we get a guy on with a, a base hit or a walk and somebody pops a three-run homer and it's three runs. Like, that's not just us, but baseball. But when we've had really good teams here, that's what we've been able to do. And obviously our pitching has been pretty solid all year.
11: And the, the offense is picking up the pitching a little bit too. I know Freddie almost doing no-hitter last night, but in general, lately, you guys – have scored some runs and that made it a little easier on
9: them. Yeah, that's how baseball goes. I mean, I know everybody thought that we weren't gonna score any runs all season and that we were just a terrible offense and that's how it was gonna go. But um, you know, we we knew that if you just stick with it, it's gonna click, it's gonna warm up, guys are gonna get in the groove of the season and, and feel more comfortable and you're gonna you're gonna catch a hot streak. You know, that's kinda of how baseball goes. And hopefully you get a few guys hot at the same time and they're able to carry you and then when they're kind of winding down another group of guys, gets hot and they carry you and um, ideally, that's kind of how it goes. But um, it was just tough at the beginning of the year. But, hey, it's, it is what it is, and we kept grinding and um, you know, looking forward to continuing throughout the year.
0: Craig said that it's really been a product of just contributions from everybody in the lineup. Uh, and that's really the key to consistent offense. How, how true do you feel like that is, and, like, you know, in terms of being able to sustain it?
9: Yeah, baseball is a game where you need – you need somebody to step up every night. You don't really know who it is. It's it's hard to rely on the on the same guy just because of how uh, baseball is. It, it, you need someone to to be the guy. Um, and when guy gets hot, you can ride him for a little while. But on most nights, somebody else comes up with a big hit, and then the next night, somebody else comes up with a big one. So uh, when you're playing well, you're rolling as a team. That's usually what's happening.
10: Christian, you described for us the other day the process of the timing is this wave where you feel good and then you don't and you feel good. But do you feel like right now you're kind of taking a step forward each day, a step in the right direction?
9: Yeah, I'd say making progress. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily like exactly where uh, I want to be, but just building on it. And it's nice to be out there consistently to just get in the flow of the game. And um, that's how it comes. You just got to play and you got to feel your way through it. and. You know, I think it's good at times and then it's not great at times, but I think it's getting more consistent and um, hopefully get that ironed out soon.
11: Christian, one guy that's really been consistent is Omar. He was in the middle of three rallies today. You know, he's just been so good for you guys, hasn't he?
9: Yeah, he's been great. I mean, probably, probably our most consistent guy um, offensively. You know, he just, whether it's getting a hit or just getting on base, you know, he, he walks a lot. Um, usually puts together a great at bat. So, um, like you said, he contributed in three spots today, and uh, it's been big for us all year. And hopefully, uh, we can continue to lean on him.
10: Anything else for Christian?
9: Hey, Christian, just one more for you, if you did not mind. Uh, I think this team is actually eleven and three since Adamus has joined you guys. I'm just kind of curious, like what what you've liked the most about his his addition to the club? It seems like things are pretty fun with with him around. He brings good energy I and mean, we've loved having him. Uh, I didn't know that was our record with him, but I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, he's he's popped a bunch of homers for us and played great defense and just an energy guy and people feed off that. And it gives you kind of a jolt, you know, you're a couple months into the season and you get a new guy, it's a lot of energy and a great player and he's been big for us and it's just awesome having him around and and glad we got him.
10: Christian, is there a walk-up music story this week? <laughs>
9: For myself or everybody. For everybody for, kinda.
10: Yours stands out to everybody. I know Vogelbox has stand has stood out as well, but what what's what happened there?
9: Uh, we had a like a nineties or maybe it was like a nineties or early two thousands clubhouse um, playlist before the, like at two o'clock one of these days and <laughs> we were kind of daring each other to to use some of the songs and we were the two that decided to do it. And I switched back today, but he's he's still riding it out and Uh, I just got to try not to laugh every time he comes up and hits right now. It's a lot of fun. You just got to find ways to have fun throughout the year and um, keep things fresh. And that was kind of one of the ways we did it. And um, always helps when you're playing well too.
1: Let's find out the play of the game brought to you by ABC audio video, home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at ABC on the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary great lakes, Dragway in union Grove on the fan.
2: Good to see Christian yell picking things up a little bit because, uh, this is sort of the expectations that we have on a guy with his caliber of talent. That's just the, the just the way it works there for you, Christian that, uh, you know, it's, you, you can say it's baseball all day long, but you're a baseball player that has elevated and lofty expectations. And I don't think too much. I mean, no one, no one's asking this guy to you know, win a triple crown or anything. Just asking him to be a damn good player and a superstar in the league. It's good to see that he is finally starting to pick things back up. Good for you, Christian. ABC audio video play of the game. Score tied. This is a little more like it. Bottom of the eighth inning, you get a run, and you get Josh Hader on the bump in the ninth. You're going to get a victory. Christian took care of the run. One, two. To left foot. Yeah, there it is on Bally Sports, Wisconsin. They get a little insurance after that. Omar Narvaez with his third hit, a home run. They go back-to-back, back and there's your 7-5 victory. Four-one-four-seven-nine-nine-twelve-fifty. Uh, 799 Squeeze in uh, Roger here. Roger, you're on the fan. We're going to hear from counsel next. What's going on?
4: Oh, man.
3: Uh, you're making me a little bit nervous, Timmy. I'm not going to comment on the hitting because I <laughs> – I'm really fearful. You know what's going to happen to the pitching then. So my focus is on run differential. I was just talking to a buddy. We're going to have a little party when, uh, when the Brewers go plus 10 on the run differential. <laughs> okay. I just can't bring myself to, to focus on hitting
6: at this time.
2: Okay, I get you, and there's a lot of folks that do uh, – Roger, thanks for the call. A lot of folks that do uh, believe in that run differential. However, I think sort of uh, at times it's a volatile stat because, you know, you win 7-5 here today. That's plus two. You uh, win yesterday, it's 5-1. It's five, one is plus four, plus six through the the two games. You drop a game, you know, 7-1 to tomorrow. And in the three games, you're back to even. I mean, it can turn in in a big chunk. Uh, you know, we how about the nineteen nothing victory last year over the Detroit Tigers? I mean, that'll do one hell of a a good thing for your run differential.
3: Yeah, and but I do agree with Roger. Run differential's important. You're not going to see too many teams with a positive run differential who's leading their division. It just doesn't happen. So, you know it. While I, it's not the, the end-all, be-all of stats, it is, yeah, I, I agree with Roger. I, I think it's a big deal.
2: It, it, no, it is. It is a nice stat, but I'm just saying it can fluctuate a lot more than people think. Um, and, and I guess that's the stat that, that goes over the really long haul a little bit. You can get caught up, like I said, in a three-game swing. You'd be back to even, and, and you could uh, win two of those three games. And your run differential is dead even. So that, 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 was, uh, uh, that was my only point. It's, uh, it's a Brewers win today, and Council has got to be pretty pleased. Would he not his best stuff? We're going to hear from Council. Up next, it is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. We'll be back. Council next here on The Fan. What was the deal with the
1: lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
2: 7-5 final. Brewers get it done. Game three of this four-game set, and they've got a chance for the four-game sweep with a victory tomorrow and a five-and-one homestand and a nine-and-one in the L10 column. For those of you that you know check the standings a little bit, you see that L10 last ten games they win tomorrow. It's uh, it's a nine-and-one mark. You always love to see that. Tough to play better baseball than that right there in terms of uh, wins and losses, but. Let's get to uh, Craig Council. He's got to be pretty pleased with the offensive output again today as the Brewers get the Game 3 win.
11: Craig, do you uh, feel like you're managing the bombs away Brewers that you guys had a couple of years ago? I mean, you've talked about how it's hard to sustain rallies now, but home runs are getting it done for you guys now.
12: Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's just how we're scoring right now. We're getting some big hits and some big home runs. Yeah. Um, and we're hitting we're hitting them in bunches a little bit in these games, um, so it's you know you got to take in all ways, and we'll we'll certainly take the home runs. It's some we some we didn't feel like we had done a lot at home, and we've always been pretty pretty good at you know it's always happened at home, and and it's it's finally it's definitely happened this home stand.
11: Well, we were talking to the players about how it looked early in the season, like so many balls died on the track. Remember that we talked about it a lot. And there, it's not happening now.
12: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have an explanation for that necessarily, but um, it, it's not happening now.
10: Craig, I asked Yellich about, you know, he was pretty frustrated by that check swing call that put him down 0-2, and he yeah. sort of brushed it off as no big deal. Is, is that just what a hitter does, sort of go pitch to pitch and forget about the rest? Because I would think that could put you in a kind of a bad frame of mind up there if you're frustrated about a call.
12: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what uh, every player has to do when, when things don't go your way and it's, it's, it's easier said than done. Um, but it happens a lot to these guys where you don't get a, a pitch on the corner and, and you don't get a, or, or a check swing or something, or a, from the pitcher's perspective, same, same way. And um, you, you have to put it behind you, stay in the present as, as much as you can and, um, there's no other choice, uh, and and these guys face that every day. And and Yellie did a did a nice job. He laid off the next pitch and then got something he could handle.
11: Craig, th- Craig, there's been games this year where Woody has just dominated teams, but today he really had to fight. But he showed what a good pitcher does. He still, you know, kept them under control while he had to fight
12: like I I think today was, you know, that's a great start too. You know, we, we love the starts, the the seven inning starts and then no runs uh, like, like he did in Washington, but that's a great start too. He, he wasn't in sync really at all today. I think he'd tell you that. Um, But he kept it together. Um, He put up a zero after we took the lead. Um, And so, and then he got, he got us to five innings and put the game in some order for us. So, that that those are putts that's a start for a major league pitcher we're not going to be not going to be locked in you know what he's been locked in quite a few times this year and it's not going to happen every day um to go five innings and give up two uh, against a pretty good offense uh, that's getting it done and so that's a great start for me and i'm proud of woody for how he battled and it's, it's one of those days where you got battle. you still struck out nine, you know, I wasn't like, you know, there was, there was strikeouts in there. So he, he he did the job and, um, it it's a day you got to get through and he did, did it very well.
0: Greg, what about the at bat that Tyrone put together, um, on that single? I mean, down o two, 2 and then the way yeah. he was able to come back and
12: drive in those runs. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he brought it up. It was, it was, that was a heck of an at bat and, and O2 was, is not a good recipe you know, in this league. And um, he, he laid off some stuff and, and, and the guy made a good pitch and he just put a great two strike swing on it where he's strong enough to just get it over the outfielder and infielder's head. And that's a huge hit, um, you no know, bases loaded nobody out and they had a chance to get out of it. And, and, and we put a big hit and that really changed the just the whole scope of the game. I thought that had changed the game as much as anything. Greg, while uh,
11: so many hitters have had their ups and downs this year, like like they often do, Omar has just been one consistent player for you. And he was in three rallies today. He's singled in you know, two rallies, then homered in another. I mean, he's just been such a force for you guys.
12: He has. Uh, the, the at-bats have been real good. The, the ball is going to be in play. Um, he, he wears down pitchers and, and you can't say enough. I mean, he's hitting behind Christian and, and doing a nice job, and is and a threat, and has had a good as good of an offensive season as, as probably any catcher in baseball right now.
2: Anything else?
11: It seems like we never ask you about Hater, um, Craig, because we're just used to him doing it, but he he just keeps doing it.
12: No, I mean, I, I think Josh is doing it. Josh is having a heck of a year, man. It's um, you're right. um, But he's having a heck of a year and I, it's just to watch him really, really just become almost better every year. It's, it's hard to believe, but he he keeps getting himself better. And um, he, he's changed the dynamic of these at bats uh, and and really become a, he's become a pitcher with great power stuff. Um, you know, he came into the league with power stuff and now he's become just, he's become a pitcher as well. And so it just, it's a really tough recipe for hitters. And, um, it's a credit to Josh, how he's worked to improve himself and add weapons for himself. Um, and, and he's, he's been in so many big spots when he's out on the mound, he's so in control of these situations and and you see it, um, and, and you see the success he's having from it.
1: What's on tap for the crew. What pitcher starts the next one. It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the Fan,
2: seven-five final. Whether you win or lose, now you got to turn the page and get to the next day, and that's what uh, the Brewers are going to do. Just, just a uh, couple of thoughts on what uh, Council just said. Um, In terms of uh, Tyrone Taylor, I I don't think we gave it enough love. That was a huge uh, at-bat in this game. That that was big. I mean, during his sequence, they did get uh, a pass ball in there for a run. So you don't necessarily attribute that to Tyrone Taylor, but it did happen as he's uh, in in, uh, battle station mode there. And then to come through after that to uh, give the Brewers the lead at that time. And that was, uh, that was, that was big time. And, uh, and Woody, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, and, and it's been sort of a narrative that, that I've been on. These pitchers are going to have a down day. If this is a down day for Woody, five innings and two runs, that's a fantastic job. That has to be in context. I mean, we could grab that audio, Jeff, that, hey, this was a great performance from Woody, and it was five innings and two runs. And, and it's almost leaning a soup pitch great sort right. of context. But it has to be in context. If this is as bad as, as Woody gets, and, and he's fighting himself, high pitch count, and he goes five innings of two runs, that really is a good start. It is. I mean, and
3: people aren't giving Arizona enough credit. I know sca- uh, there's, you know their record is crap. But they are in the middle of the National League in hitting, so this is not you know a pushover lineup. No, it's no. still they got they've got a lot of pieces over there.
2: Caleb Smith will be on the hill for the Arizona Diamondbacks tomorrow in Game Four, a three three ERA, and Corbin Burns can lock this thing down. And I'm talking about a four game sweep here. He comes in two and four with a uh, two twenty four earned run average, so. Uh, 110 first pitch after the last pitch. You make the switch. I'll meet you right here. We'll talk some Brewers baseball on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post-game show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Bucks, by the way, just coming out of half, uh, down 63-61 at that halfway mark. Well, now you can go check out the Bucks, and maybe it'll be a big uh, day of sports uh, in the city of Milwaukee in the state of Wisconsin. They take game one of that uh, playoff series against Brooklyn. For Jeff Orlowski, the Polish pipe bomb, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. Talk to you tomorrow afternoon after the game. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Smile.
0: Oh. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?